I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner. Oh yes, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You know when you're sort of out in a park or something or on a football pitch and it's very hot and dusty and then it rains and then after there's that kind of dusty smell and it's it's like a smell but it's also like you can't breathe of it. You know that? I'm not going to talk about it, I just want to know what you know and then if I establish what you know early on then I can pitch the tone of the whole show. It's basically research. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Uh, Frank, we've had a text in already from Jane, who was thanking you for your first link. Who are you? She says... Hold on, I haven't introduced you. I don't, in my opinion, <laughs> you don't exist in a, in a way. I'm with Emily and Gareth this morning. We're on Absolute Radio. I think that's all you need to know. No, no, just let's relax. Let's do the formals. OK. Are they out the way with? He's yes. Very, he's very Someone formal. has texted us on 8, 12, 15, which you are all welcome to do. What's happened? He's gone all formal this week. <laughs> this is from Jane. Thank you. I was brought up in the Lake District where it Ooh. rains all the time. Yeah. So I only smelt it on holiday in France after storms. I love it. It's evocative. But when I say it, people <laughs> look at me like I'm mad. There you well, go. you're not mad because it is evocative, so you're right. And it's just good. Someone from the Lake District knows the word evocative. I thought you'd just know words like fen and flint. <laughs> um, hi, Frank. I'm Hi. The, <laughs> I'm not getting that formal. <laughs> I was going to read the... Oh, sorry. I'm the guy in the purple polo shirt. Yeah, well, in a way, we all are. <laughs> um, guy in the purple I'm polo the guy shirt. in the purple polo, purple polo shirt. Is this a, is who, this a tongue twister you want <laughs> us to join in with? <laughs> who stopped to shake your hand on Waterloo Bridge yesterday evening. Oh, that guy in the purple polo shirt, yeah. After our brief chat, um, re-pedestrian racing, I decided to pick up the pace and take on a few peripatetic commuters. All the peas, the, mm. the guy in the purple polo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> my usual handicap of having stumpy legs was eradicated by the spring in my step I gained from meeting you and I trounced my rival. Oh. Oh. I'm imagining that he's, the screen of his phone is covered in spit from all his... <laughs> from all his um, yeah, he was a very nice chap, said nice things about the show, which I won't repeat, obviously, because we don't praise the show on the show. No. Just take right. Yeah. He's Matt. A brummy he was London. quite mad, yeah. <laughs> Which I was not glad glossy. because it was quite shy. It was, a, you know, a sunny day, and he would have been dazzling had he not been mad. <laughs> he says, uh, "Where were you off to?" And was that Kath who was? Well, now Matt's getting over familiar, frankly. <laughs> it's getting very personal. Oh, it sounds it? like the beginning of an investigation. Yeah, it does. And now uh, that was Kath I was waving to on, oh. on the other side of Waterloo Bridge. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, we're not as close. Just as we on, used to be. <laughs> on the other side of the bridge, not yeah. the other bank. No, 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 she was, uh, she just got off the bus. Yes, Frank Skinner's girlfriend gets the bus. What do you think, I've got money to burn? Yeah. Oh, good old Matt, he was a very nice, he seemed a very nice chap. But, you know, we, we, anyone who praises us, we feel to be very nice, am I mm. correct? Now he's got more stuff for his files. <laughs> he knows what a cat <laughs> looks <laughs> like. Exactly. <laughs> he knows where you were going. Oh, where I imagine going he to? had a lapel camera. <laughs> yeah. Where was I going to? Oh, I was going to see um, Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. At, um, How at was the, that? At the O2. So it was all right. Mm. It's a man next to me who was the loudest clapper <laughs> I've ever known. Now, mm. I spoke to someone the other week who said that they'd split up with someone because they clapped too loudly. 
It wasn't one of my exes. No, and I thought... So, no, it certainly wasn't one of mine. And I thought, that, I, what do you mean by that? But I, I got an insight. This guy, he had, I tell you what, I don't know if he used to work for Radio 4 Drama in the old days. It sounded like he had two coconut shells. And when he... I don't know if I can... Oh, I can't recreate it. I don't think another human could. But it, it went right down the side of my... Um, not, it, it, not, not just loud, but it, it's like it went down the side of my neck. Like oh. it was hitting a nerve thing in my neck. Wow. I was dreading Jerry Seinfeld saying something really funny because I knew it to be like, <laughs> like I got a woodpecker living within the wax of was my Was he ear. a large man? He might have had meaty no. hands. No, he wasn't. He was one of the... He looked very like, you know, he, he read The Guardian and, oh. uh, and you know, that kind of... Do you, think he, do you think he was a very good clapper or do you think it was... You know how when you clap sometimes just by accident you do a really loud one? And you don't know how you've done it. No, but he was frighteningly he was, consistent. Oh. It wasn't like the odd one that went <laughs> off. No, it was... It was right, oh, right in there. Wow. Right in my ear. <laughs> Inexcusable. But what can you say? You can't turn to someone at a gig and say, can you not clap, please? Oh, I can. Very much so. Yeah, well, I didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, so 8, 12, 15, um, if you want to talk to us about anything at all, or want us to talk to you about anything that you've triggered off with a text, <laughs> if you receive my meaning. Mm. Um, 131 has texted, um, Frank, your clapping anecdote does not sound plausible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're off. We're off. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way to follow that, and that's with Scooby Snacks by Fun Loving Criminals. <laughs> Sorry, if I if I fallen asleep and woke up on TFI Friday. Sorry, sorry. We've we put on big papi and mache heads of you two <laughs> to dance to that. Uh, that was uh, well, I've said who it was. Fun loving criminals, etc. Yeah. Oh, that's my chair creaking. You don't want that on air, do you? Oh, it's very Jacob Marley. I like that in you. Yeah. Right. Sounds like there's an old lady in the corner. How dare yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> See. <laughs> Actually, it's not a chair. It's actually my... I've just worked out it's my spinal column. <laughs> oh, no. I knew there was a load of fluid in the seat of my trousers when I woke up this morning. Oh. <laughs> Turns out it was all the all that stuff in between the discs oh. that lubricate them. Oh. You're going to need that. Lactic, isn't oh, it? Oh, now I've got a spinal column like an old palm tree. Uh, are you just going to do this for the next two no, hours? No, I'm not. Frank, they're loving this dusty rain smell. Oh, the dusty rain. I mentioned yeah. at the top. I mean, I'll be honest, as a filler... But um, that smell that when when you're out in like a field or um, on on a football pitch or cricket or something and it rains and it's not just the smell because after the rain there's a bit if it's been hot and sunny it feels mm. like all the dust is in your lungs it, the particles, you're completely yeah. permeated it reminds me I was once in a um, a sandstorm with Terry Neal the former <laughs> Arsenal centre half <laughs> and he wore full um, Arabic uh, robes so that he oh. could breathe all right I I mean. Never, what about Moggins? <laughs> I had to just uh, choke it through. Oh. Well, we've had a text in. <laughs> said, I don't know who it's from, actually. Do you think that's the first Terry Neal in a sandstorm anecdote there's been on Absolute Radio? Yeah. I think it's also but, the first time anyone's ever discussed dust <laughs> as a phone-in topic. <laughs> um, or said, what about Muggins for a while? You should report them I to went the police to a, is the answer to that question. I went to a 1980s show this week, and I, ever since then I've been talking about Moggins. 
this not is not from... getting sassy and attacks to, re- to get money. I mean, that mm. wouldn't be funny. Can make that clear mm. anyone who's offended at home who's recently been mobbed. Mm. Forget about it. Mm. Forget about it as one word. That's quite 1980. <laughs> <laughs> um, ben in Spain. I know that smell. <laughs> it's as good as the smell of a fence, freshly painted in wood preserver. You get the new smell a lot in Spain on the hot ground. Yeah, I imagine mainly on the plain, according to my uh, research of where it <laughs> rains in Spain. He's on about that sort of cuprinol type smell, isn't it? Creosote smell for the wooden yes. fence. That yeah. is that yeah. is lovely. I tell you what, I like an old cinema, that smell. Where does mm. that smell come from? Because there's nothing really in a cinema that, that emanates mm. a smell. That's true. Um, Eamon has said um, that smell of rain is called petrichor, or petri... I don't know how you say it exactly, but um, P-E-T-R-I-C-H-O-R. Really? It's got a name, that smell of rain that sort of gets in on your lungs a bit. It's called petrichor. Fantastic. Mm. There's a smell called petrichor. Let's get me you two head on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving it this morning. The the, the listeners are in top form already. Mm. Oh, they doesn't. They, they, they get up pretty early in the morning. I suppose they would listen to an eight o'clock uh, exactly. radio show. I had uh, I had uh, two um, two experiences yeah. on um, the south bank of the River Thames this week, both with uh, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> no. Yeah. You don't often see him on the south bank. Well, this is not the same Mickey. This is two different Mickey Mouses. Okay. So the south bank is the home of the street entertainer, but not ones who. Well, some of them do elaborate stuff, but a lot of them just dress up and then um, people give them money for dressing up. Mm. So it's a bit of a Lady Gaga approach. <laughs> so um, I I went past this Mickey Mouse and it was there was a small child and her mother, the, the mother standing uh, probably eight feet back, giving the mouse a bit of room. Mm. And and the mouse was squeaky. You know, these three, they have these squeaker things in their mouths. And, and pointing at his tin, and um, the mother was saying, "The mother was saying, t- t- tell him you've tell him you've already put some in. Tell him, tell him you put some in." I thought you tell him, and it was it was a horrible, sinister scene. This child was being it was being threatened. Mockings. Um, that's what I thought. That's what's going on. No. But it was it was really I didn't like, and he was pointing at the tin, drawing attention to the fact that he had um, he had too many fingers to be Mickey Mouse. It was some sort of imposter. <laughs> Did he have white, the white gloves? Did he, not have- he had the white gloves, yeah. But Mickey's got three fingers and a thumb, as if you ever noticed. And he know. doesn't extort. He does on the whole. No, he never. Also, he can speak. <laughs> the real Mickey Mouse does speak. Why couldn't he have, you know, said? Put some more money in the tin there. Your previous contribution was insufficient. <laughs> that would have been... That's actually hurt my throat a bit there. It's hurt my throat early on in this. See, the rodents, they've got a tougher larynx. Mm. And talk like that for years. Don't, don't trouble them. Oh, Frank, that's horrible. A terrible loss of innocence for you and yeah, the child. But the, it was like the woman was... Um, she was intimidated by the mouse and, and, and just let the child be devoured by, by its greed. <laughs> They oh, needed I, a big cat, is what they needed. That a would giant have been cat. quite a really big cat. Really big cat. I've never seen Mickey Mouse tussle with a cat, now you come to mention it. No. That's true. He doesn't get involved in scraps. No, but... Uh, <laughs> well, I think when he's at, when he's at the tip... <laughs> he doesn't... He's not mouse-like at all. He speaks. I'm starting to think he is the mouse. Actually, he's got a dog. 
hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, uh, ex- how many times have you seen that? <laughs> is that to ward that's off what, cats? Yeah, that's to keep the cats away. <laughs> no, now, of course, it will, mate. And then there was the other... Well, I'll, I'll tell you after. There's more Mickey. There's, another, there's, there's two Mickeys on the South Bank, which for a start off, that isn't good for a child, you know, because that's confusing. Well, unless it's Mickey Rooney. Well, that, well it could be Mickey Rooney. No, well... Oh, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I'm I'm keeping this child <laughs> until you go away and bring me more money. <laughs> Actually, there was that that was a bit more Pinocchio in Shrek than it was. Um, mm. I need to. I haven't heard Mickey Mouse speak for ages. Who I has? Think, I think it's fair to say he's kept something of a low profile <laughs> in recent years. Wandering around in that old DJ with the tails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Terrible style. Wandering around with an old DJ. Keep my girlfriend out. <laughs> she can do what she likes. So, um, oh yeah, Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So I was on about this, this Mickey Mouse incident I saw. Um, um, money with uh, menaces. Is that the right word? Money with menaces. Mm. Is that the phrase? Mm. And uh, and then I saw there's another Mickey Mouse who stands. I mean, at least there's the decency to stand about fifty yards away. So the children, you're, you might allow for a bit of short term memory loss in a child and think, oh, there, there's Mickey again. Um, it, but I went past you the day and uh, it had the head off. Ah, <gasps> what of a child? <laughs> yeah, yeah, one sort of karate chop. Turns out that the, the white glove has got like a razor edge down the little finger. Oh, gosh. No, it was. Um, it had the head off, and it or call it it, and it was. It was like um, I'd say as a woman in her mid thirties <gasps> inside uh, talking. Um, well, that explains the voice. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but she was talking in like a, an English oh. accent, and I thought there's too much for the children here. Well, it's I, against Disney regulations. Yeah, I, it's not a mouse. That's the first big, <laughs> oh, whoa! It's not a, whoa! Hey, oh, it's not actually a real mouse. And it's female, English, loads, you know, detachable head, loads of stuff you didn't expect. And I, I think that's that's mm. wrong. When you see Mickey Mouse, you want to see um, Assos. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, I've seen on screen. <laughs> that's, that's good, a, good use of assholes there. Yeah, that's what you want. You know, you want the real... There are very strict rules against that as well because it's, it's trauma-inducing for, ch- for children. No, but there used to be what might have been an urban myth about someone who... Uh, a child who saw it happen at Disneyland mm. went round the, mm. the corner of a wall for a junior cigarette and uh, there was a Mickey Mouse with the head off. I don't know if that's true, but these these are unofficial characters. Let's face it. <laughs> I mean, their outfits and even their heads are no more than a hodgepodge. So um, I think if Disney went down there, they'd be... Well, the heads would roll. <laughs> it serves them right for taking them off in the first place. On that identity thing, though, I was at the theatre um, recently, and um, who should be sitting in front of me but Helen Worth? Oh, who plays Gail in Coronation? I know her work well. And she was talking, you know, chatting away. And uh, there was two women. One one woman called across this other woman. Uh, Gail, Gail. Obviously, the friend was called Gail, and Helen Worth looked round, and I thought, oh, God, <laughs> she sort of looked round in character. <laughs> An exciting moment. I'm, I'm actually a, a little bit alive, Coronation Street in front of me. I'd love it if she'd got angry and said, "Look, I'm off duty, love. I'm an actress. It's a character I play." Oh, I'd have loved that as well, but she joined it. I felt oh. sorry for her. She'd look round on, you know, it wasn't even her name. She'd, she'd be prepared to join in. Yeah. Okay, I'm not called Gail, but I'll look <laughs> round. I know what's going on here. It wasn't even talking to her. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Frank, I'll tell you what else is terrible. 
Oh, an God, this could be a long list, couldn't it? <laughs> I mean, the list of things that are terrible. Well, this is um, an accusation that we got it wrong, or you specifically got it wrong, in the Not what? the Weekend podcast. Mm. Frank, in the Not the Weekend podcast, you referred to Stephanie Beecham being in Tenko. I think you might have meant Stephanie Cole as the only shoulder pads in Tenko were on the officers of the Imperial Japanese Army. Ah, well... There's mm. no name, it's just 131. Well, 131, who I think is a regular um, mm, one contributor. One of our regulars. Yeah. Um, you're wrong. Stephanie Beecham was definitely... Uh, Stephanie Cole was in it as well. I've checked and I, I, I can exclusively reveal you're correct, Frank. Uh, yeah, thank you. Mm. Well, Stephanie Beecham, I believe, made her name. I'd say yeah. she made her name in Tenko. <laughs> she didn't just appear in it. Wow. She stamped her identity right across that, that goddamn series. Exactly. Yes, yeah, sweaty shirt. <laughs> yeah. And, um, we've also had a... Um, well, we had a, a mail from Adam who said, um, Hi, Frank, Emily and Big G. I don't know why I'm big all of a sudden. Mm. I mean, chicken wings capital, for the apprentice. Capital probably. G, he meant, but he's, 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 he's reverted back to his, uh, his early school days. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said, The email you got earlier about Petrichor was from Doctor Who, so may not be true. It was from Doctor Who. Yes, but we've also had other... It is true. No, some things in Doctor Who are true. Not no, all some of them. Th- yeah. But some things well, no, are. not all of them. That would be terrifying. <laughs> but uh, no, but certainly, it's it's not a tissue of lies. That's, what, <laughs> that's how you're seeing Doctor Who. I think you're being very unjust. <laughs> well, that's good, Tanner. But why would it be from Doctor Who? Um, I think they mentioned it on an episode of Doctor Who recently. Um, and well, assumed... you know, they mentioned... Um, <laughs> Space. Clouds on a recent <laughs> thing. Does that mean they don't exist? <laughs> Silly. We only have this This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Frank, can I tell you one of my favourite things that happened this week? I'm sorry, there's no time. <laughs> well, it was a celebrity altercation. Oh, well, not a, it wasn't the mouse again, was it? No. It's on the rampage. <laughs> no. There were no grubby white gloves involved. Good. This was between Imogen Thomas. Oh, I had a shiver as I said her name. Oh, Imogen. Am I allowed to say her name? Yeah. yeah, I think think we could. I think we were always allowed to say her (laughs) name. Didn't she damn well make sure of it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's got into a Twitter row Uh. with. Uh, the wife of a footballer called Jibril Sissé. Do you know him? Yeah, I do, yeah. He was quite a funny-looking man, wasn't he? He was... um, Still is. He's exotic (laughs) in in appearance. He's one of those black men that goes for white hair. That's it, yeah. I don't mean like Uncle Ramos. I mean, um, he dyes his hair to look um, spectacular. Mm. Well, just to give you a quick pricey of events, Mm. Jude, she's the wag, Jude Sissé said... On Twitter, Imogen should shut up and remain dignified. To which too late, too late. Or remain dignified. <laughs> <laughs> I think dignity is she needs way to, be. I, I'm, she needs I'm surprised. Back, I, think. I bet she can't pick out her dignity in her rearview mirror. <laughs> Especially if there's been a bit of petrichor. Jude also said, affairs happen all over the world with every walks of life. Fact. <laughs> That's what yeah. she said. Well, you know, that was, that was dashed off in, in the heat of the moment. We'll allow her a bit of grammatical error. <laughs> to which Imogen replied, Oh, jog on. 
Jog on. Jog on is a phrase I'm not familiar with. No. Well, Jude replied, get the violins out. Now, the one thing that I came away thinking was, what? Are they just, like, returned to the 80s? Strange insults you never hear anymore. Jog on. Get the violins out for a long time. Accompanied with a mime as well, of a violin. I love that. Jog on. I don't know. I guess that means move move along. Like when the police say, move along. Well, you know what it is, actually? Another 80s thing. Oh, naff off. It's like laugh off. It means that you want to swear, but you can't. Well, jog on. No, jog on sounds like... It does sound like move along. Like, <laughs> she should have said, you know, you are, you know, you're nothing but a gold digger. Oh, move along, madam. <laughs> That's going to be the new thing, is that like police jargon. Do you remember, do you ever see any of those um, police stop, whatever they were called, those videos? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's one in that where he says this bloke, and it, it says... a. Uh, a quiet day in Dagenham High Street until this character turns up. <laughs> <laughs> you see a bloke like doing a three-point turn on a dual carriage. <laughs> oh, I love an old-fashioned insult, I must say. Oh, I love them. I um, One that I remember having, and it must have been about 1990, um, mm. but it was from a friend of mine whose dad was very into heavy metal, so into, like, Guns N' Roses and Bon Jovi. Mm. He sounds horrible. Yeah, and my friend who still... <laughs> <laughs> he still had a <laughs> he still had a mullet. Like um Bear in mind about eighty five percent of our <laughs> listeners are thirty eight year old men in black T shirts at home now. What are we playing now? Dunlop green flashes. <laughs> thinking where's the white snake? I love our listeners. Uh White yeah, Snake sorry. is a fortified wine, obviously, for those of you who don't know. Anyway, it was my friend Chris and um I'd I'd gone to call for him and I'd seen him say say something to his dad as he was coming out. Mm. And um, he looked sort of quite pleased with himself, Chris, like he had something to say. And, and um, It might have been a perfectly <laughs> formed farewell of some kind. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, and he said to me, um, he said, my dad says you're a drip. <laughs> I love drip. <laughs> he said, why, are you, why are you going to play with that drip? Oh, no. When was this? 1990. It must have been about 1990. I think I was about 10 or 11. Yeah. I mean, he had my card. He yeah. Had my number, but... Um... Did he have your card as well? <laughs> I gave I him my card. No, you should have had... your card, you big drip. <laughs> I don't have business cards printed age nine, you drip. No. <laughs> well, I'm calling me a drip, just because... I know. I mean, <laughs> it's quite. How can I say this? I know what he means. Yeah, no, I know what he <laughs> means. I know what he means, but I mean, does, I don't cruel. know if he's saying it in a nasty way. <laughs> I don't know if I was a drift at that point, or I've built my whole persona around that. You, yeah, you've. Uh, that's it. You've self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. That was. See, but I see what it's worth holding on. To, even that's an old-fashioned <laughs> insult. It's worth holding on to it if it's really opposite. I think I'd stick with it. Yeah, I haven't heard that. My my uh, Anora, my older sister, still calls me uh, a silly article, (laughs) (laughs) which uh, I've never heard anyone else use that. (laughs) And I've always I was playing football once, and uh, this guy I was playing with there was there was a guy on the other side who was quite a big aggressive chap, kicking people up in the air, and um, someone on our side said, "Oh, calm down, you muppet." Oh, Muppet. Yeah, Muppet. I've rem- never heard it before, and I thought, but but I've, I find the Muppets quite admirable. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They've always, they're always, they've always got a one-liner at the fingertips. <laughs> Musical. They've got all the talents. 
<laughs> I thought that was incorrect. Anyway, what old-fashioned insults do you like? See, I just went in then to... Um, good. Mm. It all went a bit capital radio. I like yeah, that. That's what we'd like to know. I say, what old-fashioned insights <laughs> <laughs> do you guys out there like? What are you doing this morning? What's up? <laughs> you see? Now they're thinking, oh, this is proper radio. At last. I like Pillock, Frank. Like Pillock is You don't good. hear that enough. No, that's... Yeah, Pillock. That, that's really, really <laughs> good. What with that and Moggins, it's been a hell of a morning. <laughs> so far. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Rope. Foo Fighters. <laughs> Sounded like a command. <laughs> You know, it's you know we have a thing on this thing called uh, idiotic eureka moments when mm. it takes you years to get a pun or get mm. a joke, yeah, and then you suddenly think one day, ah, oh, that's why they're called. It's from Kung Fu Fighters, is it? Oh, is Foo that Fighters? right? Oh, oh, I've only just got that as well. I could be wrong, but it seems it's just struck me. This chair, I've got to change this chair during the news. People the, don't live. The Foo Fighters it's are just like, I, I feel that, that um, you know, there should be an enormous whale <laughs> featured later in the show. <laughs> That'll be the captain having one of his midnight walks. Because <laughs> they can't hear it, but to me, it's, it's a deafening creak. Frank, um, our listeners are loving these 80s insults. We've had... Uh, That's because they're 38-year-old uh, men in black T-shirts <laughs> who still use them. Bert has suggested do one. These are people that still shout albatross at gigs. <laughs> do you remember that? Sorry, Bert. Bert has suggested do one. Oh, do one was good, yeah. Mm. Do like one. <laughs> um, Phil has um, suggested twerp. Twerp? Actually, um, Nick Clegg was recently called a twerp by a Conservative MP. Really? Mm, bit of retro. <laughs> um, Sid also... Um, Sid, like I mean, even his name. <laughs> he's completely joined in. Tell Sid. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd throw Daft Apeth into the mix. Daft Apeth. Now, Daft Apeth, um, my mum used to use that one. Oh. I believe it comes from Half Pennyworth, suggesting that you are mm. some a small quantity. Oh. Uh, do, do you see? Yes, I mm. do see. Oh. And then, rather randomly thrown into the mix, is from Wayne... Uh, who sounds quite... He's a bit more 70s than 80s, perhaps. Yeah. Hi, Frank, Emily and Gareth. I found an old VHS tape of Games Master from 1994, which had Frank as a guest playing a football game. The game was close and then went to penalties, but that's when my tape runs out. Any idea who won? Well, I'll check my journal. <laughs> um, I have no... Oh God, I just... Was that Dominic Diamond? Dominic Diamond, Diamond, Games I Master. I just barely remember doing... I, was it me or was it Stephanie Cole? <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, that's a vague time. I never played games, really. Well, obviously, I played the bowling on uh, my iPad, mm. the 10-pin bowls. I love that. I tell, yeah. what I tell you what happens on that, though. It's a great game to play if you're a comedian. Because mm. when you get... Um, I play, I, I play, sometimes I play the spares, which is like you have to get like three um, pins you have to knock down. Mm. And if you knock them down, the crowd go, and it's great. You know, and the next one, Wah! and then if it misses, you just get, of the, the metallic thing, nothing. And it's great. Wow. It's, it's like doing a, a oh. gig. It's, it's, it really sends a shiver through you. <laughs> oh, it's lovely. Frank, another 80s insult. That, in fact, I saw this morning, this very morning, in one of the papers I've remembered, mm. Chris Evans was referring to something as being a real pain in the backside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's more of a 90s man, I would say. Early 90s, you're right. Mm. And I like, um, 
You big girl's blouse is one that my dad oh, God, used that was massive. Big girl's blouse. Everybody used that. Where do they go, these phrases? I suppose it's all swearing now. They go to Chris <laughs> Evans' vocabulary is where they go. It's all the swearing. I think he actually wears a big girl's blouse. <laughs> that sort of polka, polka dot. dot. yeah. He yeah, him for... Ryan Giggs, I'm worried about him. I know, I know mm. he's had a tough time just lately, but he's started to look like an East European torturer. <laughs> yeah. He does, he's really got <laughs> sort of... He's suddenly he's got aged. grey and sallow. Very sallow. Cheek- cheekbones. Oh, man, he I'd does. say cadaverous. Yeah? Yeah. Let's call the whole thing. <laughs> I think he should, he should have a super injunction stopping people talking about what he looks like. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I bet he's on to the lawyer now. Uh, Dimitri, can you get... Is that, Ryan, is that you? I'm sorry, I've become East European daughter. You not see my face? Yeah, that's a strange thing. What else? Oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. Oh, um, do you? Britain's Got Talent. Did you see it this week? Actually, that's Chegger's Place Pop. But I think any three-word TV programme title would... Yes. Well, there's been quite a bit of controversy, which I don't think we'll talk about. But... The young lad with the chrysanthemum hairstyle. Hey, did he, didn't he? Was he set on? He's, I must say, he's a handsome young fellow. He is, isn't he? Oh, he's going to break a few hearts. Lovely hair. Um, did you see the performance of Shrek, anyone? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just putting oh, it Shrek. out there. <laughs> well, the best... Do you know what? <laughs> sorry. The you know, best... the... Sorry, no, go, on, no, go on, you carry on. <laughs> what I felt about the performance of Shrek is all the performers looked as if someone had walked in on them doing it. <laughs> It was, it was yeah. like something that they thought they were going to do in private. It was first rehearsal. <laughs> yeah. First try with the costume. And the, the thing they is, they called down the, that giant, big, massive, green-faced, antanoid monster in the brown... Th- and and Ant says, so you're playing Shrek, right? <laughs> no. No, no. You made a mistake. <laughs> I'm Pinocchio. <laughs> and then Richard Backwood came out, and those funny his thighs looked huge in that costume. Oh, no, he's, uh, <laughs> he great, great to see you. Um, he's wearing donkey legs, I think. Yes, mm. he does all the donkey work. Doesn't <laughs> I saw him out in a donkey jacket. Do you still get those? It's gone a very retro. This one. I haven't heard any. I haven't heard the phrase <laughs> donkey jacket since I started work and had to wear one. God damn it! Your lemon. Um, no, Blackwood's, uh, Blackwood's back. Yeah. But um, Amanda, I mm. thought she could sing. Yes, yeah, she can. I she bet, can. Where, you know, can much sing. better than when Cheryl did X Factor. I bet <laughs> Cheryl was at home and she's had a bad week as it is. I bet she said, well, well I am absolutely leaving. And then, will I am? Says, did you call? No, no, I said, well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yes, here I am. Oh, just get out! <laughs> well, you're getting my nerves, you do that. Can I stand it on a moor? This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, so Richard Blackwood trended worldwide on Twitter. So That's many, amazing. I mean, so many Has he people killed somebody? <laughs> <laughs> no, he was from being on Britain's Got Talent. Just oh, it's nice for him, though. He was... He, he was uh, he was a bit of an addendum. He came on right at the end, didn't mm. he? Didn't, uh... With a giant, giant <laughs> haunches. It's true. Yeah. Oh, God, he's got giant haunches. <laughs> I then... know, he asked me out once. <laughs> Who what? Did? Richard Blackwood did. Did he? Yes. And you said no? 
well, I'm sorry. I was I was young. I was a fool. And we were both <laughs> appearing on Liquid News. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I was doing a, a little a spot of media punditry. Were you? Yeah, with the late Robert Palmer. He, uh, Richard Blackwood was it's, also... It's, it's, so many disclosures <laughs> all at once. This, this knocks my um, football game with Dominic Diamond into a cocked hat. <laughs> Liquid yeah. News and yeah, with Robert Palmer and then Richard Blackwood. What I don't were you know. Reporting about he was. News? I want to know so, all of the. I wasn't reporting about. <laughs> I wasn't outside the, the Houses of Parliament. Were you outside that revolving sign outside of New Scotland Yard <laughs> that people always stand in front of? What about someone says this to a report from Scotland Yard? Should we not stand in front of the revolving sign? What are you, Annie? Not stand in front of the revolving? Get out of here. <laughs> No, it wasn't any sort do of OB. <laughs> do one, will you? It was, I was studio-based with Robert Palmer. Anyway... Robert Palmer, this Robert Palmer. He <laughs> <laughs> liked my boots, we bonded. Anyway, Richard Blackwood, he was in the green room. I think he might have been on another show, I'm not sure. And then he just started talking to me. And then he said he wanted media, co- media advice. was in the green room. Was, <laughs> was Joan Greenwood in the black room? <laughs> Joan Greenwood, many of you will know, is a, a formative figure in British theatre. <laughs> Richard but, Blackwood asked you for media advice. You didn't say anything about donkey, did you? Please, God. <laughs> yeah. So I gave him my business card, and then he started texting me, uh-huh. and he kept asking me over. But what was strange was that I say he asked me out for a date. He didn't ever ask me to go out. Out. He said, "I'll come over and pick you up, and then you will oh. go back to mine," which I didn't wow. think was yeah very respectful. So that's why I didn't go on the date with Richard Blackwood. Also, you don't want to be. Um, out with Richard Blackwood and people are putting palm leaves in front of you. Little donkey. Yeah, no, he wasn't in it very much, but just... He will be in the museum and the donkey, I think we'll agree, is a main main feature of Shrek. Well, I'm I'm going to the opening night, so I'll do a a show report on that. Maybe with Robert Palmer, maybe with not. (laughs) Maybe with Geoffrey Palmer. We'll see how it goes. Well, that's it. But you can text us on eight twelve fifteen. By the way, if, uh, you've been asked out by Richard Blackwood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're Richard Blackwood, it all, it all counts. Oh, that'll get ugly. Yeah. Well, why do you say that? Imagine texting with it. He's probably he's probably had the hooves welded on <laughs> for the run of it. But that is brilliant to be internationally trending on mm. the strength of three minutes. That shows the power of Britain's Got Talent, doesn't it? I love a comeback. Oh, I love a comeback as well. My favourite was. Um, Kiss by uh, Tom Jones when Tom Jones is sort of yes. like just a silly mm. old and he, he came back and when he says I think I've got a dance now <laughs> and I, every time I did it I used to say at home think again because <laughs> you're not going to dance you're going to do I don't know what that is you look like what you look like is that a bear has been shot by somebody with a knockout dart <laughs> and then they've forced it into a suit and then when it's woken up it's trying to struggle out of it that's what that looks like. It's, there's no dancing involved. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. And um, we've had a text from 533. It says, mm. Emily, the correct pronunciation of controversy is controversy, not controv... But, no, he oh, means no. controversy, not controversy. Controversy, not controversy. <laughs> you spoon. That's yeah, David you drip. from M4. Oh. You spoon. 
is that now? Is that an eighties insult, or is that he's actually just calling you? It's difficult to tell because you know we get texted one word eighties insults quite a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and so it's really hard to yes, sift out. Oh, them. we've actually had another one. Foo Fighters is to do with UFOs. You dipstick. <laughs> <laughs> Again, can't tell. Uh, no, can't, can't tell. tell. <laughs> to do. I like the explanation though. It's to do with UFOs. Well, that's, that's cleared that up. Mm. <laughs> So Who like cares? Foo, Ufo, Ufo. I never liked the Foo Fighters after they did that video where they dressed as women on an aeroplane. Mm. Really? I don't like men with moustaches dressed as women. I don't. People you think. Know, it's, I think oh, you're thinking of the Saturdays. <laughs> no, no, people think. Oh, that. <gasps> oh my! What's happened? What's he done, Frank? <laughs> he's, he's become a bit um, uh, cutting edge. <laughs> the drip has when sharpened. You, my new bad boy image. Okay, I'm, I'm liking it. Well, I, um, I, you know, I'm not one to talk about um, my uh, my good reviews on this show. No. But I had a I had a review this week. I was virtually internationally trending on Twitter myself. <laughs> wow. Well, there was a tweet which said it was nice about me. Ah. It began like this. I have it here. Mm. I have it verbatim. Okay. Don't get all legal. Someone say actually it's verbatim. <laughs> you wazzard. <laughs> um, this was. Uh, it began, that was the strangest haircut experience, right? Mm. So actually, this is from the 19th century. It's a Sweeney, <laughs> post-Sweeney Todd <laughs> tweet. No, and it says that... Was that, that Simon Cowell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the strangest haircut experience. Frank Skinner in the chair next to me, entertaining the whole shop. Very funny. Oh, wow. Frank, that's Good. great. So I, I don't read the Twitters, but my girlfriend, she she uh, she does the, the tweets, twits. darling. Yeah, the tweets. <laughs> okay, sorry. She does the um, no. The Twitters is um, it's it's a novel by uh, Beryl Bainbridge, <laughs> and I don't read it, but it's around. No, but my girlfriend, she does the uh, the tweet the Twitter search, and mm. she says, "Oh, I heard you were um, holding court," is what she said. Well, she doesn't use that phrase. She's took that. Up, oh. up, she's picked it up and run with it. Mm. Um, well, no, it's, you know, and it turns out, so she tells me, that it's, it's not just a man in the street or a man in the hairdressers. It, it's Steve Denyer, who, oh. um, who works for Heart FM. Oh! I say Denyer. It's D-N-Y-E-R. It could be Denier. Oh, the it producer be, might be familiar with could his be, work. Actually, it could be a Denier, because after his third tweet, I heard a cockcrow. <laughs> oh, very good. Three tweets and a cockcrow. That's excellent. I'm calling it the morning chorus. <laughs> yeah, so um, Steve, uh, uh, Emma will know, because she knows she's a radio person. Do you know Steve Denyer, Emma? No. Well, that's not good God. for him, because that's very much your world. Yeah, it is. Well, well anyway, I, it was very nice. Of, could it be like, is he the man who invented the, the ten Denyer stocking? Oh, well, I'd love to meet him then. You know when you see stockings or tights and it says something like 25 denier? I've never known what that meant, but this he's obviously... He's a bit like the Richter scale <laughs> as far as uh, a nylon hosiery is concerned, Steve Denyer. He's also works on Heart FM. So was this a barber's just for DJs? Um, or was anyone allowed? I've been in a, a, a barber's in, in Korea that was just for DJs. I know that wasn't DJs. No, um, no I, I didn't, he didn't announce himself. He's from Heart. Personally, wow. I wouldn't want to work for a radio station that was named after Awful. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm, but it was lovely. So if Steve Denyer is listening, which he probably was, he does, he does drive time, so I imagine he's, he's probably live on a Friday night somewhere yeah. where he's um, holding both hands in the air and getting people... He's probably turning it down on um, high-house silver lighting. <laughs> it says, and it's... 
<laughs> and then the crowd go, oh, no, sir. No, 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 I'm no, seeing no. Steve now in a baseball cap with the clapping hands when you pull the strings. <laughs> yeah, so it's very sweet of him anyway. And oh. I shall be using that. Very funny. Heart FM. It's going to be on my posters. <laughs> yeah, who knows what context it was in. That's fine by me. Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. That's uh, Florence and the Machine, Rabbit Heart. Which I think that's like Rabbit Heart <laughs> FM. <laughs> which is a bit like, you know, you get Absolute 80s, which is all that 80s. Bit. Rabbit Heart FM is very rabbit themed. Mm. Um, Bright eyes, Paul Simon. Yeah, that that. Art Garfunkel, if you don't mind. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Paul Simon had nothing to do with I've it. Made a fool of myself. Yeah, but thank God we got it out there before we had fifty-eight <laughs> texts from our listeners <laughs> yeah. calling you us. Um, yeah. yeah, lemon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so big news. Um, they're going to um, fine you in Barnsley for swearing in the street. You what, you, Frank public. Skinner? <laughs> yes, oh. they've had enough. Well, they've, they've been threatening it for a while, I'll be honest with you. No, I think that's right. Do you? Oh, do you think? Yeah. I mean, I'm a massive fan of swearing, but I don't yeah. like it when it's when there's people, no. you know. You don't know, other people aren't. Oh, Are women and children. Well, not just women and children. I don't like it in the street, loudly. Mm. Well, campaign... I don't mind it whispered <laughs> hogger-mogger in okay. the street, you know. <laughs> I don't mind that. But pe- when, you hear, when I hear people... Swearing, I think they're quite common. Mm-hmm. Um, campaigner Phil Davis from Barnsley Voice, um, which represents oh, regional news <laughs> presenter, <laughs> yeah. it represents businesses in the town centre. Oh. He said, um, There is nothing wrong with swearing, I do it every day. The Barnsley Voice is one I don't want to be hearing. <laughs> swearing. <laughs> Um, I do it every day, but it's when it is targeted at someone. Yeah, that well, that is. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't mind when it just disappears into the ether. I don't mm. like it either way. No. Targeted or untargeted in a public place. It's like sneezing. You shouldn't do it at someone. No. Um, and I think that's... that's. I saw something this today, um, this week that I found appalling public behaviour and made me... Was it Shrek on Britain's Got Talent? <laughs> <laughs> She can really yeah. sing, that woman. She's, she's, she's got a nice voice. I saw, I saw Amanda in uh, Sweet Charity. Oh, yeah. Uh, shop. No, <laughs> in a Sweet Charity <laughs> shop, yeah. Uh, no, and uh, she was, she's, she's, I think, you know, Cheryl Cole, they call the National Treasure, maybe it should mm. be Amanda Holden. Mm. She's a National Treasure. She's very reminiscent <laughs> of the Staffordshire Horde. <laughs> Well, I made a terrible mistake as well because I thought Nigel Harmon was Shrek. (laughs) I thought, oh, he looks a bit funny. Yeah. Could have been. Um, No, we went to the park with Ethan this week and it's partly being a parent you see things in a new way. We went to the park and there were two, um, like, they must have been 16, 17-year-old boys Mm. playing tennis over the fence of the park. So it was the fence around the park and they were playing... One was either side of the fence. How high is this fence? Like, probably, you know, tennis net size. Oh. But, like, properly whacking the ball into the park where there are children playing. Well, hold on. Ball in park <laughs> scandal. That's fair <laughs> enough, isn't it? <laughs> no, but the thing was, on the... Well, it, it's very dangerous for one thing, and it was a children's park by the children's swings. Little children scampering around. Yeah. And um, on the fence, there was a no-ball game sign. Where, where were you, 1973? <laughs> you are not supposed to... There's okay. also a don't talk to strangers sign, which is very... Mm. Um, so you couldn't even tell them about it? No. <laughs> that's <laughs> annoying, isn't it? 
Did you tell them about it? <laughs> no. Oh, well, you were scared, am I right? I was scared. Drip. Oh, yes. the, <laughs> the ball was going very fast. <laughs> You'd have got short shrift, <laughs> is what I think, which is, is a tennis shot. I don't know if you're aware of that. It's a charity, charity yeah. shop. <laughs> it's a charity shop for miniskirts. <laughs> no, short, that's thrift. Thrift store is what A I'm short shift, of. maybe, short. could be a sort of short, short. underwear. Oh, shut up. <laughs> By the way, Sandy War, who reads the news for us and the travel, mm. told me that um, Petrichor is the um, code word for reactivating the uh, TARDIS. Is that right? That explains why it keeps appearing. Yeah. <laughs> of the... So, yeah, because I said it earlier and I heard this... And, and uh, look round. Yeah. But there you go, you see. You think that she's all serious because she reads the news. But no, she's a, she's a hoofah. Wow. DW. <laughs> she's a Richard Blackwood. Added a whole new element. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll tell you what public behaviour I'm not partial to. Children um, chasing and trying to kick pigeons. Mm. I see that a lot. And parents don't seem to reprimand them for it. Mm. It really winds me up i'm i'm thinking of splashing out some money on some quite flimsy just outer shells of um pigeons <laughs> which i can fill with wasps <laughs> <laughs> so when the child gives it a mighty hoof they, they they're they're completely encased like that man on the in the wasp beard advert on the telly <laughs> maybe then they'd think twice or even three times about doing it again I'd like to know if I was a proper DJ what, 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 our, what our listeners what public behaviour annoys them and they think should be punished mm. I'm, I'm picturing you in your workshop fashioning the case of a pigeon and then trying to fill it with wasps yeah oh that's like a that, they'll, come, they'll well, go let's straight, do it should we do it I they'll go straight fun. from a tube into, the, into the rear of it I won't be handling <laughs> the wasps what do you think I am stupid the other thing I don't like public behaviour that gets on my nerves is uh, getting in my way oh dear yeah you know, just in general in life just some people I know people walk slowly some people but you get you get I mean somebody with a large behind and two carrier bags they're like a, a mobile human cul-de-sac you can't get round those people it's a I big was, obstacle. I saw... I didn't do this, but I honestly tied with the idea. There was a very slow-moving family in front of me. It was parents and a child holding both their hands. So they, they took the whole pavement oh, The whole off. pavement area. So parents on each side, child in the middle holding hands. And I tied with the idea of try, of leaping the child. <laughs> <laughs> I could have gone over it easy. It was quite short. But imagine the parents' horror when a man came over the child's head from behind them. Oh, they'd think it exploded. It'd be like Alien or something like that. This is a good... This is a, a very fine track. We only have this That was Metronomy. That's some with, funky bass. Well, yeah, with uh, the bay, mm. which someone should uh, should bet on. You know that I put my money on the bobtail nag. Somebody bet on the bay. <laughs> Do you know that from uh, Do Da Do Da? eBay is it? Yeah, like, it's uh, you know the Camtown Ladies sing this song. Oh. Do Da. Frank, mm -hmm. um, you were what? talking about. <laughs> oh my, calm down. You were talking about public behaviour, or we were, that we found a little offensive. Mm. And you were specifically talking about families that walked in front of you. Yes. 
Um, I'll tell you what I don't like. I actually would say, I'd go so far as to say men shouldn't be allowed to walk in groups of uh, more than two. Because three men, they block it. They block the pavement. Yeah, it is. And then I feel like two, more than two is a gang. And it's, I don't want to navigate bit, the T-Birds. Um, it's a bit the boys are back in town, isn't it? You feel that they, wherever they go, those men, they should have a small speaker playing the boys are back in town. Yeah. No, it's quite intimidating. When you walk yeah. down the road oh, and I yeah. see three men, I look desperately for a woman amongst them because that normally means peace. Well, I look desperately for a man. <laughs> that's another story. Yeah, but I, if, if men walk in groups like that, mm. you know... They need to be responsible. And they're going to be, you know, trainers, jeans and maybe even a baseball cap. And don't laugh loudly either. That irritates me. No, that's threatening. Yeah. <laughs> Any kind of raised voice, yeah. I'm frightened to death. Or signs of happiness. <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, there was a 16th century French writer who said that London was just one long shout, <laughs> which I always liked. Frank, you know you said uh, you didn't like high-ho silver lining. Well, you were being no, a little I, disparaging I didn't, I didn't about it. I said it's a thing that DJs do. Okay. They, they take that bit down and everyone sings along. Okay, well, James says, Frank, you were at a Millennium Party, a New Year's Eve party, 1999, along with another celebrity. I was the DJ playing high-ho silver lining and getting the crowd to sing the chorus while lowering the volume. You were standing behind me on the stage, dancing and happily joining in. Guilty pleasure, perhaps? Love the show, James. Oh, well, uh, that, they're that. <laughs> I remember that night, because that was, uh, it was dry, that party. It was a sort of alcoholics um, welcoming oh. the millennium. Wow. <laughs> fun. Was it fun? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was tedious in the extreme. Um, but uh, but yes. you were doing your best. I was trying, yeah, yeah, I was trying. You know, you know, when you're sober, you really try mm. hard to pretend you're enjoying, himself, you're enjoying yourself. But of yeah. course, as you know, enjoying yourself when you're sober is almost impossible. <laughs> In any context, what we'll stop with it. But I do. I, I remember that. You were uh, partying like it was 1999. Yeah, it was 1999 yeah. actually. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about that shirt I had on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 1999. From uh, I'd have given them 20, but you know, they said not 1999. I, I hung around for the change. <laughs> Frank Skinner. That was um, Somewhere in My Heart by Aztec Camry. You might notice a slight catch in my voice. <laughs> I don't need to think I've got very emotional about the Aztec Camry track. <laughs> I was completely indifferent to it, cold even. <laughs> but um, we, this is a bit of an emotional moment on um, the Frank Skinner Absolute Radio Show um, because um, I feel I am having a limb removed. Uh, Gareth is about to say goodbye. <laughs> yes. Timing as impeccable as it has been. <laughs> oh, was that me? Previous Gareth! Two years. What a drip. No, I, um... Yeah, yeah, the drip has finally been stopped. I told that plumber. <laughs> no, I've, um, I've decided, um, to leave the show. It's been a really difficult decision, but I, am. Um, I'm at a point where I think I need to concentrate on my stand-up comedy. <laughs> I know. And, um, no. So, goodbye. I, um, I'd like to, I would like to make a speech. Uh-huh. You, I, that, like that. Well, that wasn't it. No. <laughs> oh, wow. There's that more. Was, um, that was premature. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you can put that on loop. Does it go on repeat? Um. You'd know how to work the desk by now. <laughs> yeah. I'll work that out. Two <laughs> years. Cheap. <laughs> Um, I want no. to hear the speech because I yes. might be mentioned. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> oh, 
I'm, I'm really hoping that you're a very noticeable absentee. <laughs> I can be a th- oh, no. I'd like to um, just thank everyone on the show for having me. Um, thank you, Frank. It's been such an amazing opportunity. Like, when you start off... I, I'm going to be serious, OK? Oh, God. I, I know you're going to say no change there. But um, I, um, it's been... It's, it's so difficult starting comedy. You feel like... Um, a drop in the ocean and for someone to drip, help a drip, you a drip, a drip in, in the ocean <laughs> <laughs> and for someone to um to support you in the way that you have and had me on the show it's been absolutely amazing oh god i'm it's going been oh, an incredible i'm, I'm sleeping away an oh, incredible god. comedy apprentice the star is 18 pounds a shot and um oh, i've got that petrichor moment when it's my eyes are watering <laughs> i know you've fought for me to be on the show at times no you'll get people grown people oh. don't worry you're grown people <laughs> <laughs> He's not well, a wazzock. You He's know, not. I'm not foolproof. <laughs> Maybe a bit of a trip. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you so much. It's, um, it's been an incredible experience. Well, that's... I, I'm, I'm starting um, to think now we, we should have just not mentioned it and got someone else playing Gareth next week, <laughs> like they did with Lucy in Neighbours. <laughs> Maybe Melissa Bell could have come in. What do you think, Gareth? Well, I was saying to Laura the other week... Well, Down sounds at like Lassiter's. Me, sounds like Melissa Bell. Um, Emily, you've been... Um, the good-looking big sister I never had. Thank Aww. you so much for um, looking after me. Um, like you look after everyone. You're such a lovely person. I'd have said mother. <laughs> mother? You were still, fr- even at this stage, you were frightened to say mother. <laughs> like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's the big sister I've never had, and um, you know, bossing me around, pulling yeah. my hair. Are you sure this dreadful. isn't a bit of an alpha response to just one appearance on Russell Howard? <laughs> I don't you to think now it's just easy all the way. There are ups and downs in this crazy old world of show business. <laughs> I'd like to thank the people who laugh in the background. Emma, you've been amazing. Daisy sent a lovely text um, explaining it. And um, Rosanna, thank you, everyone. And most of all, I'd like to thank the listeners. Um, 339, you've been amazing. <laughs> 278, 131. 131 has just texted in. Sorry to see you go, Gareth. It's been a lot of pun. Oh. I've been a lot of fun at last. <laughs> Miss you most of all, 131. Um, 450, 611. <laughs> 533. Oh, 670. Well, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised you mentioned 670 after the incident. <laughs> we'll miss you oh, so much, Gareth. under the bridge. No, no we will, we so will miss you, Gareth. Uh, at least we'll always have... Saturday morning! Which I think we might keep with your that? permission okay. as, a, yeah, yeah. As, a, as an eternal jingle. Well, it, it is um, it is quite... Uh, it's an emotional moment, but, um, you know, you're basically saying that you're leaving to spend more time with your family. It's usually <laughs> it's a, terrible... a super injunction. I want to love to talk about why I'm really going. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say that, or people will think it's going to be something... No, it has... Um... Anyway, Gareth, despite this emotional um, farewell, will be on Not The Weekend (laughs) podcast available. It's a bit like, you know when you've been on holiday and made friends with someone, (laughs) you give them a big hog at the airport and then they're at the taxi rank. Yeah, Yeah, it's like that. But um, no, uh, we we will miss you terribly. We really will. We've we've been here from the beginning and we've we've sort of, um, you know, it it is like a little family, so it's terrible. But um, hey, we'll still... um, We'll come and see your show and make remarks. We might even come to Bournemouth. I'm not committing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, um, 
next week um, it'll be me, Emily, and uh, Cheryl Cole, <laughs> who um, was at a loose end. And um, people said to me the accent won't work. I don't agree. I think it'll be uh, absolutely fine. Uh, ben Jones is next, and um, Gareth, goodbye and God bless you, my friend. Thank you. And goodbye. Thank you so much. And uh, not now, Tina. It's a bit appropriate, isn't it? Yes. This is Frank Skinner.